The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Amen. Can we rise on our feet? Um, 1 John chapter 4. Let's read together and hear the word of God again this morning. We're going to read the entire chapter. Um, this month, our teaching is on love. We've had a number of meetings talking about the power of being loved. One of the best things you can do for yourself is to know that God loves you and to build and develop your faith around that truth in any situation, in any circumstance. The more dull your circumstances are, the more your understanding of the fact and the truth that God loves you should be if you want to overcome in that situation. I've talked about the victory in being loved. The Bible says love never fails. When a person understands the love of God and knows how to live and walk in it, he can't fail in life. And the simple truth or the simple reason for that is that God is, we're going to read this morning, and God can never fail. God has never failed. And then in the midweek services, we're doing a powerful teaching on the joy of being loved. One of the things that will happen to you if and when the revelation that God loves you hits your heart truly, when that revelation settles in your spirit, one of the unforced rhythms of grace that you will find in your life is joy. Uncountable joy, unfathomable joy, joy that cannot be measured, joy unspeakable, full of glory. It's not something you force, it's not Fejeron joy. Really, there's nothing wrong with Fejeron joy. And when I say Fejeron joy, I mean joy that you are working up in your own ability. And sometimes that may even be a way to stir up joy. You start laughing in the natural or rejoicing natural. But we are talking about the supernatural one that comes out of a revelation that God loves you. And you need to learn how to live in that. First John chapter 4 verse 1, let's read together. It's just 21 verses. So we will not die. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Read or read with me. I will read you just follow as I read. New King James Version. Beloved. Look at our neighbor and say, that's who I am. You know, if we close the Bible and we close the service and ended with that, that's enough to run your life forever. That's word alone. That you are the beloved of God. In fact, maybe we should even try it. <laughs> Honestly. That's Revelation, if, if that word is a revelation to you alone, that you are the beloved of God. Not Pastor Tio. I think it's a good thing if Pastor Tio loves you, I think. But if God loves you, man. Beloved, 
Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Even, or sorry, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Verse 4, you are of God, little children. And because you are of God, you have overcome them, the Antichrist spirits, the evil spirits that are in the world. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. Verse 6, we are of God. Hallelujah. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Verse 7. Beloved, in case you missed it in verse 1, and every other place he has said it is repeating it again. Let us love one another. For love is of God. So it's not enough for God to love you. I talk about three-dimensional love. God loving you, second dimension, you loving God, third dimension, you loving others. And that's what he's talking about here. Let us love one another. Why should we do that? For love is of God. And the second reason is more powerful, you may say, or you might think, everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. He may say he knows God, he may preach he knows God, he may sing he knows God, but the truth is he doesn't really know God. For God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to do what? Love one another. Verse 12. You see, the, the Bible is such a powerful book. Just reading it alone will transform your life. I mean, I pity people that don't read the Bible. Don't move too much. They won't know I'm talking about you. You are missing. Just read, talk less of now meditating on it. Confessing it. You're going to talk about confession on, on, on Wednesday. Preaching it. Understanding it. And what he thought, so talk about it, then leaving it. Just 
making us, I want to live what the Bible says. Man, it's so powerful. Well, let's read. That's what we have the time for this morning. Verse 12, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. And his love has been perfected in us. If we love him. By this, we know we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son as the Savior of the world. Verse 15, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that the Father has for us. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Love has been perfected among us in this, verse 17, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. And I can put in bracket there, if we walk in love. Because that's what he's talking about. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is what? It's 419. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can the love of God whom he has not, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Verse 21, let's all read that together. And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. Father, we thank you for the blessing upon the reading of your word. Speak to us through my lips, through my heart, using my tongue this morning from this word. And let every hearer be blessed. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. Let the seeds of life be sown into the fertile soils of our hearts. And let them bring forth amazing, bountiful fruits. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen and amen. High five your neighbor one more time and tell him oh, happy Father's Day. Praise God. Um, Father's Day is for everybody, not just for the men. Yes, we will specially celebrate the men and the fathers, but Father's Day is for everybody because all of us need fatherhood. I want to talk to us about the concept of fatherhood very briefly in the few minutes I have left this morning. It's so important you understand that concept and beyond celebrating the men in your life or the fathers in your life, you have a better understanding of the concept of fatherhood 
and how it relates to you, whether you're a man or a woman, a boy or a girl. I'm going to title this teaching The Source Code. If you need a title, there was one movie I watched some time ago, The Source Code. I'm not advertising it all. But because the word father means source. Source. I love this statement someone made, very powerful statement of wisdom. Um, fathers are feathers or like feathers. Um, and you know what feathers do for animals that have them? They, they cover them. That's what a father is, a covering over the child or the person or the subject that that father is fathering. Covers. There are so many things feathers do for the animals that have feathers. Covering. It, it can also be for beauty. Think about the peacock and its feathers. May you never be featherless. I mean, may you never be featherless in Jesus' name. Fathers are feathers. And there are many things a source does. That concept of covering providing beauty, providing protection, providing provision in the capacity of being a source. That's, that's what a father does. One of Jesus' most groundbreaking teaching was calling God Father. If you read the Old Testament, there were a few instances where the Bible referred to God as Father. It was a very, very scarce revelation in the Old Testament. And it was so radical when Jesus started calling God Father that they wanted to kill him because of that. Now, today, the revelation has been around for over 2,000 years, so it's not so strange for somebody to call God Father. Um, but I want you to really think back at what that word means and how we are now able to apply it to God, that God is our source. God is our feathers. He's the one that provides for us, protects us, preserves us, and brings color to our lives. Now, where I really want us to go be, um, this morning is to appreciate the, the fact that fatherhood is not only limited to God, it's not only limited to biological fathering to man. When we say the word father now, I guess the average individual will first think about a biological father. And maybe on a Sunday morning like this in church, we will think about God. And that is okay. But the concept of a source is not limited to just the biological application or the Father God in heaven application. It's actually applicable in every realm of human endeavor. We had a career professionals conference yesterday, which was very, very wonderful. Um, I really want to appreciate the parachurch team that put it together. They did such an excellent job. And we're hearing from career professionals that have done very well in their careers. And one of the things they talked about was the fact that people need mentors. 
or fathers in their career that will help you along in your career. So whether it's ministry we are talking about or your career or business, this concept of having a source is vital. I'm not just talking having children physically. In fact, one major truth I want to bring to your attention this morning is that this may be the reason of the frustration and failure of many people in life. There is no practical connection to their source any longer. And it's from the source you get the source code to be able to help you fly. You know, feathers, we talked about, that's why that song they sang this morning. In fact, there are many levels that that song connected with me. I'm flying. And the wings, wings are also covered with feathers. So many people can't get the source code to help them break through in their career, can't get the source code to help them break through financially, can't get the source code to help them enjoy protection, preservation, beauty, color, because somewhere, somehow, this fatherhood concept, this source concept is compromised. And I pray that um, as we teach and share this morning, somebody will receive understanding in the name of Jesus. It's not just spiritually you need a father. It's not just biologically you need a father. Let's, let's even look at that biological concept to help our understanding this morning. You can't enter this world without a father. Biologically. Am I right or am I right? Uh -huh. Even if you are going to do IVF, a father must provide that sperm, sir. And the same way, if you catch what we are saying, that fatherhood is not just about biological application, fatherhood means source. Any other endeavor of human experience, physical, low, spiritual, low, career, or financial, low, you need a father, you need a source. And what that father does for you is that sort of it gives you the code through which you can excel, even spiritually speaking. If you are with me so far, shout aloud, hallelujah. hallelujah. Romans 4.16, we've been flogging this text for several weeks now and probably forever in this church. And we start sharing on Wednesday. I want to say this again. If you miss the Wednesday teaching for your sake and for your life, go and hear the message. This church meets twice a week at the minimum. At the minimum. Only rapture will not allow us to meet on Sunday and on Wednesday. And I believe God speaks life to us every time we gather. Because where two or three are gathered in my name, and we gather in his name, there I am in their midst. And that's what we need, God in our midst. You should be here on Wednesdays. If there is any genuine reason you can't be here, that's why we do all these media things. So. And you should not abuse the media for not coming because some things can only be contacted physically. 
Amen. So we are talking about Wednesday. God said we should open our mouths and we fill them. Isaiah 51. That this is his way. Oh, that my people will know my way. People need to know the way of God. And we start teaching how to fill your mouth with the right things by God. Amen. And we touched on this truth here in verse 16. Therefore it is of faith, Romans 4, 16, that it might be according to grace to the end that the promise might be sure to just one or two or three of the seed, to a few of the seed, to some of the seed, to most of the seed, to all of the seed. Everybody can be enjoying all of God's promises. He said the promises of God are for one and for all. Prosperity is for one and for all. If it is one person that believes it, and if it is one person that understands the way of God to make it applicable, it will work for that one person. And the remaining 7.5 or 8 billion of us will just be looking at him. If 7.5 billion of us on the earth today will believe the promises and know the way, how it works, how God set it up, not your way. Many people are trying to live life their way. Your business. It's not by your way. It's by his way. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. If we all believe it and learn the way. Look, I, always, I said the first thing is to believe, but I've realized that believing alone, the Bible didn't tell us to just believe, but it tells us to start with believing. Then you now, okay, I'm believing, oh, but the mountain is still not moving. That's where you now need to learn the way. What is it that I don't understand yet that I need to adjust? And you keep adjusting and adjusting in faith, and one day, phew, you will get the breakthrough. That will be your story in Jesus' name. The promises are for all. All of us can be healed and healthy. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? All of us can be prosperous and rich. All of us can be successful in our marriages. All of us can be successful in our careers. All of us can be successful in our ministries. And all of us can fulfill our destinies. The promise is sure to all. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I received that for myself. I can't hear you this morning. I received that for myself. This is one of the things we're going to talk about on Wednesday. Open your mouth while I feel it. One of the things you need to open your mouth for God to fill with is your positive confession. Talk about your mouth being filled with prayer. Your mouth being filled with praise. Last one, you talk about your mouth being filled with laughter. Your mouth should be filled with the right confession. When they say, I am included, like what we are talking about, you don't let it pass by you. Hallelujah. Fill your mouth with the right things. I am one of the all that is, that is mentioned here. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Now, please watch this carefully. To all the seed, this ties to what we are talking about this morning. Somebody say seed. seed. Now, read on. Not only, please watch this very carefully. To those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. Hallelujah. I am of the seed of Abraham, like they sang in the song this morning. 
who is the father of us all. Are you serious? Can you see that there? Who is the father of us all? Verse 17, as it is written, I have made you, Abraham, a father of many nations. Not just the Israel nation. Somebody say many nations. God told him that. Where did God tell him that? In the presence of God, in the presence of him who believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls things that be not or things that do not exist as though they did. And then if you read, which I won't do this morning from verse 18 to the end, he begins to tell us of how Abraham by faith, which is what he's teaching us here, was able to receive the promise of God for himself. The know-how that Abraham employed and deployed to get his, I believe God's promise to me, to become a manifestation. He lays it out step by step for us, line upon line, precept upon precept, how we arrived there. But my message this morning is not faith. My message this morning is fatherhood. And this is what God told me to share with you here. Even, please catch this, so because if you don't catch the statement I'm about to make now or the next few statements, everything I'm trying to say this morning, you may miss it. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Amen. Even the application of revelation knowledge and the promises of God, it requires fatherhood. I'm going to say that again. We don't think about fatherhood just when we talk about biologically. Oh, God is my father spiritually. Oh, I have a spiritual father in church. Oh, I have a spiritual father or a career father or a mentor in my career or in my business. All that requires fatherhood, but even in, please catch this, revelation application. When he said, I have made you Abraham, a father of many nations. What was God talking about? And the Bible teaches this all through. Galatians 3.29 in the New Testament. If you be Christ, are you Abraham's seed? And what is according to the promise? That ought to be disturbing us in one way or another. You mean even after I am a Christian... Abraham, not Jesus, so Abraham is still my father. That's what the Bible is telling me. What is God trying to do here? Why does Abraham, a Jewish man, have to still be my father now that I am in Christ and I am in Nigeria? Which is what the Bible is teaching us here. Why? And the simple truth is this. In applying revelation in claiming God's promises, you also need the concept of fatherhood like in every other thing that requires that, is, um, that human beings are involved in. Do you get that? Ah, I think it's only five or three of you that are hearing what I'm saying. So what God is telling us is this. Like in any other thing in life, if you want my promises to work for you, if you want 
the revelation of God's word to work for you, you need a father. You need a source, a beginning. And what that person will do for you is to help you to access the source code. Like the Bible now tells us about Abraham here. And it's in that sense that God calls Abraham our father today. He's not our father biologically. Quite honestly, he's not even our father spiritually. Jesus is that. God is that. In what sense is he our father? In the sense of the fact that he was the first man, the source, the original person that God found. God started from Genesis, Adam, looking for a man that would believe him. The way God wanted him himself to be believed. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the all the seed. God said with Abraham, Abraham failed. He went to Noah. Noah failed. And he kept trying generation after generation, human being after human being, until he came to this man, Abraham. And Abraham became the first man that believed by faith through grace, to receive what God wanted man to have. And in that sense, he is the father of all that live by faith and walk in grace. And it's from him and everybody that follows his pattern, today we can all access the source code. So that like Abraham was blessed in all things before he died. That God promised him. You and I today can be blessed in all things while we are here on the face of the earth. But you see, that fatherhood is missing in many people's faith work. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 51. Glory, glory be to God. I don't have too much time, so maybe you have to listen to the message five times before you get what I'm saying, if you have not gotten it yet. <laughs> Praise God. Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness. Is there any such person here? Hmm? Who seek the Lord? Is that what you've come to do this Sunday morning? Listen to me, oh, if you seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you are hewn and to the hole of the pit from which you are dug. Ah, God, you are speaking in parables. Okay, look at verse 2. Look to Abraham. See, when we say I'm the seed of Abraham, what are you saying? Abraham is not your biological father now. Hello? I mean, the song is that song. And we all sing it. I'm the seed of Abraham. And we all say Abraham's dress and mine. And you are correct. But you better understand what you are saying now. It's not a father to you biologically. It's not Abraham's physical source code that is working in your physical body. It's your earthly father's source code. That's why your skin is black. <laughs> and his own wasn't black. Abraham is not your father spiritually. That is Jesus. In this New Testament. Am I right or am I right? So why is it telling us, and why is this applicable? When we read about, this is Old Testament reading, but it's still applicable because Galatians 3, 29, what is he talking about? Faith. You are to do faith, not the way you like it. You are to look to the source, the father of faith. 
Hallelujah. And you have to learn from him. Get the source code from him. You know why your faith is not working if your faith is not working like going to work? There's something about Abraham you have not learned. Not physically. Not maritally. Don't go and marry five wives. So they read David to us today and they said he had for you. Hey, that's not, it's not your source in that regard. I've had people say that. Ah, but the patriarchs of old, that three wives. Mm-mm, that's not the code we are supposed to collect from them. Hallelujah. Come and tell me now, Pastor, I want to marry my second wife. You know, my jaw will drop. Then I will allow you to explain. Say, because Abraham too had several wives. Mm-mm. What you should be telling me is this is how Abraham did his faith. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. For I called him alone and I blessed him. Verse 3 For the Lord will comfort Zion, God will comfort you. He will comfort all our waste places. He will make our wilderness like Eden and our desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. When you do faith, like Abraham did faith. Hallelujah. So again, my my key to us or my main message to us this morning, this Father's Day morning, is who is your father? In the areas where you want to see success, in the areas where you want to see the promises of God applicable to you, I mean manifested in your life, who is the father that you are following? Because the message of Father's Day is this. Anything that involves human endeavor, that humans are involved in, they need a father. You need a father. I'll make this statement again. The reason for many people's frustration and failures in different aspects of our lives is what we are trying to achieve. We have not yet gotten the source code to make it work. Here is someone struggling financially and he hasn't looked for a father that is doing well financially and there are good fathers and bad fathers of you know, you can come and say, I want to make money. I'm robbers make money. And you can go and meet Anini's descendant to be your father, to teach you how to be killing and stealing from people, and you will have money. You understand that that's not what I'm talking about? Hello? So you look for somebody right with God. Oh, ye that seek righteousness. And you follow their faith. This is my father. This is my source. Many people are living life like orphans. No father. No source that can download the source code to them. God told me to tell you this father's day. That's not how to live life. That's not the way of God. The way of God is to find a father. That is doing it right or has done it right in the sight of God. That the blessing of God is evident on his life. And you follow his faith. 
This is the person I'm patterning my prayer life after. I like the way God answers his own prayers. This is the person I'm patterning my worship after. I like the way God moves in his life when he worships God. This is the person I'm following my confession of the word after. I like the way mountains move when he speaks the word of God. Find a father. Even in getting revelation. The revelation of our God put a father there. Hallelujah. Lift your hands where you are this morning. And pray with me. Say, Father, every father I need in every area of my life that I've not yet connected with, from this day forward, from this Father's day, order my steps, guide me, and lead me to them. In the areas where I need, a manifestation of your promises. Show me the father to follow. Show me the Abraham in whose footsteps I should follow. And grant me grace to follow after him in faith and patience. Until the manifestation of your promises that are evident in his life. Become evident in my life. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. This is how to live life. If you're not doing it this way, you're not living right. Now, I close with this. Glory be to God. What we read in 1 John chapter 4, that God is our Father. God is our source. The primary father everybody needs is the heavenly father. And just a, a little digression here. Is it not remarkable that even though God is our heavenly father and is not abdicating his throne, he has still provided in his word for us to have natural fathers in men like Abraham. Glory be to God. So we are all to look to God and download the source code for life from God. And this is what the Bible teaches us. 1 John 4, 16 again. We have known and believed the love of God. The love that God has for us. God is love. God is love. That is the example you have to follow from God. Every man here, every father here, the heart cry of the Father God in heaven is for you to look at him and learn love from him. Love God. Love men. Starting with your wife and your family, your children. You need the source code for victorious living. You can only get the source code from a father. And the ultimate father for everyone is God. And what God teaches is love. What Abraham will teach you is faith. What God will teach you is love. 
instead of trying to live life, you don't even have any radar of love. What does it mean to love God? What does it mean to love my wife? What does it mean to love my children? What does it mean to love my church? What does it mean to love my nation? What does it mean to love my world? Oh, hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. Last text as I close this morning. Therefore, be imitators of God as their children. Somebody shout that word, imitators of God. Or that phrase. And walk in love. Verse 2. Therefore, be Im- look to God your Father. Who is this God that is my Father? He is love. We're having a discussion this morning, talking men, really. How do we love God? How do we love our family? How do we love our wives? How do we love our children? And when we can love the people around us, we can now keep going further and further. Just imitating God. Source code. And the way God never fails, you will never fail in Jesus' name. But if you say, I don't want to know love. I'm not interested in love. You want to radar your own life yourself. I tell you again by God's spirit, it is the reason for the frustration and failure of many people. Because there's no father they are following. And that's not the way God designed for us to live life. Be imitators of God as their children walk in love as Christ also loved us. Do you know why Jesus finished his mission? He followed God's example. As Christ also loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet-smelling sour. Rise on your feet. Leave those hands to heaven this morning. Come on, pray that prayer again that I just led you in. Lord, help me to locate the fathers I need to follow. Leave those hands, starting with you. And just talk to God this morning. I will no longer live life anyhow. I will find a father. I will find a mentor. A righteous example. Giving you two to start with this morning. Number one is God. Learn love from God and apply it. For the married men here, apply it to your wife. Love your wife. Love your wife. Love your children. Love your wife. Love your children. Love your family. Love God. Oh, this world is aching and crying and panting for men that will love God and that will love their families. Talk to God. Just a few minutes. Talk to God. Men that will love God and men that will love their families. And then from there, they can love the church. Love your church family. Then they can love other people. They can love people in their workplace. They can love their neighbors that live on their streets. They can love people in their cities. They can love people in their nation. They can love people in their generation. They can love people all over the world. But it starts with loving God and loving family. That person that says he loves God but can't love his brother, he is a liar. He is deceived. 
he doesn't understand what we are talking about. He hasn't yet received the source code. He hasn't looked to the source, looked to the Father, and to learn the path of life. And for everyone else here, look to Abraham. Don't do faith anyhow. And listen, they are present-day Abrahams. They are people that the promises of God is manifesting in their life. They are like a shadow of Abraham. Look to them. This man, I like the way God is providing for him. Follow his faith. This man, I like the way God is protecting him. Follow his faith. Live with the fatherhood concept. Have a source. Human form. Not just heavenly form. Human form. And follow their faith. Oh, that my people will learn my ways. Come on, a few more minutes. Thank you, Father. Lord, we download wisdom. We download direction. Anyone under the sound of my voice that needs to change course, the grace to change course right now, we receive it from you. Thank you because you are our Father. You don't condemn us. You only correct us. You only instruct us. You only guide us. And this morning, we receive the revelation you've brought, the instruction you've brought, the guidance you've brought for every area of our lives. Help us to find the right fathers in our careers, in our finances, in our ministries, concerning our families, concerning our health, concerning the areas of our lives we seem to be struggling with, even though we believe and we have the promises of God. Help us to find that source from whom we can download the source code that will unlock the manifestation of your promises in our lives. Oh, we give you the praise. 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 Come on, a minute or two more. Talk to God. Talk to God. Connect with your source afresh this morning. Lord, help us to see you in the light of love. Help us to download revelations of love. How we can love our spouses. How we can love our children. How we can love our neighbor. You said we should love one another. The another next to us that you would want for us to love like Christ loved us. Grant each and every one of us revelation and understanding as we look to you as our source and as our father this day, this father's day. That we will live life following and imitating your example in every aspect of our day-to-day work. Oh, we give you the praise. Open your mouth and pray. Let God guide you. Let God correct you. Let God instruct you. Let God comfort you. Let God show you the way to go. Let God open your eyes to what you need to see. You need a source. I'm telling you, child of God, in any area of your life where you are struggling, maybe this is the missing key. You need a source. That will help you to access the source code. You need an Abraham that has already obtained the promise that you can look to and follow his example. God is no respecter of persons. If he does it for one, he will do it for all. The problem may be you don't have a father. You don't have a source. There is nobody telling you the next step to take. And you are following those steps. That may be where the issue is. Oh, you believe. Oh, you pray. Oh, you fast, but you are not following a source. 
you are not following an Abraham. Oh, pray one more minute or two more minutes. Help us one. Help us all. You didn't call us to struggle, Father. You didn't call us to be defeated. You didn't call us to be crying and wailing. We have a good, good Father. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from you. The Father of light in whom there's no variableness or shadow of turning. As we follow the source and as we download the source code from the Abraham and the source we are following, thank you for victory. Thank you, Lord, that we are not living like orphans. We are not living without, like people without direction. But we have a source. We have a father. We have someone from whom we can download the source code. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.